We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, if you stuck with us this long, you, you sifted through the recruiting because you clicked on this link thinking, I'm going to get some bets out of this one. Let me throw a couple shillings on this great week one slate. Uh, and popping over to the SI Sportsbook, there are a lot of intriguing spreads in this week one weekend slate, I should say, because really it's spanned from Thursday and it's going to go all the way to Monday when Clemson beats down Georgia Tech. So, In trying to sift through all of the numbers, the lines, the spreads, the over-unders, all that fun stuff, the money lines even, I'm down to five. We we talked about it on the recruiting side of the segment. The theme of today's show is five. Five big recruits to talk about, which we did. All of them going to either Ohio State or Florida for games this weekend. So now let's talk about five theoretical bets, right? We deal with fake money only on this show. So digital money, we'll take, we'll call it a paper towel money. I've got a paper towel right here. Paper towel money. Put some paper towel dollars on some, I'm throwing up nothing now, on some of these games. Let's kick it off with the game that we talked about to cap our recruiting segment. Utah at Florida. Now, When this line first came out, it was almost a push. It was almost a pick them. And I was floored by this. I think, look, we we do this professionally, right? I cover recruiting every day. I cover college football every other day, seemingly. We do this professionally. We can almost talk ourselves into any side of of any bet, right? You know, it's, it's kind of the whole mantra of, these shows on ESPN and Fox, right? These debate shows or embrace debate, whatever it is. It's like, Hey, you're in a production meeting and they're like, all right, LeBron said this, Uh, who wants to take this side of it and agree with him? Who wants to go the other way? How can we make it dramatic and big and explosive and extrapolated and, and, and get some headlines and clicks and watches out of it. Right. It's like a created debate. Manufactured is probably a better word. You can kind of do that with this Florida Utah line, right? Because you could say, okay, well, 
Utah's going across the country week one. They lost some of these great players like Devin Lloyd from last year's group. It's going to be hot and humid in the state of Florida. These boys from Utah aren't used to that. It's going to be a bit detracting. And then they're facing a new coach who doesn't know what, what, what he's going to roll out. So Kyle Whittingham doesn't know what he's going to see when he plays UF. So that element of surprise benefits Florida. And on top of that, Anthony Richardson, dual threat mastermind quarterback, NFL buzz, Heisman buzz. I saw him go top 10 in a mock this week. All the buzz you can grab in the offseason, Anthony Richardson has theoretically grabbed. You can talk yourself into a Florida victory, maybe even a relatively convincing Florida victory. But then on the other side of it, you can really talk yourself into Utah, right? Conversely, Defending Pac-12 champions. I think 17 starters are back. Cam rising back at quarterback. What travels defense and running the football? Tevion Thomas is back. Jalen Glover is going to play his way into the rotation. You can talk your way into picking Utah to maybe win this thing comfortably. Because, hey, it's UF. It's a total rebuild. A lot of new faces for Billy Napier to manage. His first Power 5 game as a head coach. You know, a, a roster that he has admitted has a lot of holes, TBD, and still to be filled. You can talk your way into Utah maybe more convincingly than Florida. And you can say, hey, look, damn that humidity that people are talking about and that heat. It's a night game. It's not going to be too bad out there, even though as a Floridian, yeah, it's still disgusting outside. So where do you pick from the, the paper towel money front, right? Where do you pick? in that regard. So and then I looked at the line changing and it became less of a pick'em and more of I mean, kind of still in that range. And as of Friday night, the SI Sportsbook has this thing at Utah minus two and a half, two and a hook at Florida. Again, you can convince yourself Florida's going to win this game, but you can easily convince yourself that Utah is going to go down to the swamp and have a strong four-quarter methodical victory at the hands of Billy Napier in his coaching debut at UF. So the fact that we can make that argument a little bit easier gives me a little bit more confidence on that side of the theoretical entertainment purposes only betting bracket. So give me the Utes minus two and a half traveling across America ready to defend that Pac-12 title at the University of Florida. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We talked about some of the biggest games in the country earlier relative to recruiting and 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 labeled some of the recruits that are going to be on campus. Well, what about the defending national champs? We haven't talked much about the Oregon Ducks and the Georgia Bulldogs set to kick off in Atlanta. So almost a home game. It's technically neutral site, but it's almost a home game for Kirby Smart and company. And man, these two teams are so different than they were Last year, right, Oregon had Mario Cristobal. Now they've got Dan Lanning as the head coach. A ton of turnover on that roster. A lot of portal exits. A lot of portal entries. Brought in a great recruiting class. New quarterback, Bo Nix, set to take the helm. Very familiar with Georgia, of course. Back to his days as the Auburn Tigers starting quarterback. And then Georgia, right, personnel total overhaul on defense you lost that elite amazing we may never see again type good front seven that departed Athens after that elusive national championship all seemingly going in the first round of the NFL draft thereafter you lost a lot from that unit you lost some from your receiver core including George Pickens who has lit up the NFL as as a rookie uh, early on, you lost uh, some running back prowess as well, mainly Zamir White, who was really kind of the glue of that Georgia offense, and then James Cook, who was like the gadget. He was the counter, an elite counter back to the downhill nature of a Zamir Zeus White. So you lost a lot of, of the stars of that national title team, not to mention your number one receiver went over to Alabama in Jermaine Burton. So Georgia feels very different this year as well, even though, again, from a recruiting standpoint and the fact that they just won it all, they're going to get a lot of the benefit of the doubt coming out of the gates in 2022, especially against a first-time head coach, especially in the state of Georgia on a neutral site uh, at the Benz, as they call it, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, where the Falcons play just about uh, 45 minutes to an hour uh, outside of Athens, where, of course, the University of Georgia is located. So where do you go from a an entertainment purposes only paper towel money betting standpoint? I think the spread has shrunk a little bit. I believe it was close to three touchdowns at one point. Now it's down to under 17. So there's a little bit more confidence that Dan Lanning and the Ducks will travel well as he faces uh, the roster that, that he helped construct over at UGA as the defensive coordinator the last couple of years under Kirby Smart. So there's more building confidence in the Oregon angle of all of this. Um, you couple that with the fact that this Oregon offense is a total question mark, right? Uh, new quarterback in Bo Nix, uh, a new-looking receiver room, a new OC in Kenny Dillingham, who came from SEC and ACC country, right? He was at Auburn. He was at Florida State. Um, runs a, a very multiple type of spread offense. So we don't quite know what we're going to get from Oregon's offense. And the other question mark on the other side of the ball lies with Georgia's defense, given the personnel turnover that I just sampled for you. So – to me, that could mean one of two things. And you tell me what's more likely. One, 
Oregon's offense just rolls over Georgia. All those young bucks wearing red and black aren't ready to make the transition and fill in the shoes of the big bros that they're replacing in Athens or two. Georgia still recruits as well as anybody in America. And those young pups that are going to come up defensively are going to be pretty darn good and ready to rock around Jalen Carter and Keely Ringo and Nolan Smith and some of these other returning stars that are wearing the red and black. Which of those two is more likely? Give me the latter in that scenario. And then flip it on the other side when Georgia's got the rock and Oregon is on defense, okay? We've got a defensive-minded head coach in Dan Lanning who has built a great defensive staff, Tosh Lupoi, former Alabama assistant, Washington assistant, Cal player, uh, NFL coach, there as well. They're going to be a downhill attacking unit that is built to stop the run, right? We talked about Mario Cristobal building that thing as an SEC type of program, great in the, te- in the trenches. And they'll have the best linebacking core on the field between the two programs, by the way, with Justin Flo and Noah Sewell at the second level. They are built to stop the run. But where does Georgia have experience? On the offensive line, at quarterback with Stetson Bennett, and with the best darn tight end room these two bifocal eyes have ever seen with Brock Bowers, with Ari Gilbert, with Darnell Washington, true freshman Oscar Delp, who was SI99 last year. That tight end room with Todd Monken and the continuity he brings as the remaining offensive coordinator, there was some buzz about him leaving, but he didn't. The continuity that group has offensively against the strength of Oregon's unit in the front seven will be fascinating to break down. Uh, So again, if we looked at one side of the coin, we think Georgia's defensive young pups will catch up shortly to, to the unit we saw last year, at least to some degree, and probably slow down Oregon along the way. And then conversely, we think it's a true chess match between that Georgia offense and the Oregon defense. I say all that to say this. I ain't going with the spread. I'm not laying the points for UGA. Give me that under. The over-under is set at 54 points. Give me that under. We all saw how Georgia kicked off the season last year against a very good Clemson defense. It was tooth and nail, 7-6, to or whatever the final score was. It was a very low-scoring, punch-it-out, drag-it-out kind of game. I'm not saying it's going to be that low-scoring this time around, but 54 points feels like a sky-high number when we have so many question marks on one team's entire offense and personnel and another team's strength of their offense. We're not used to calling Georgia this pass-first, tight-end-driven team, but that is what they've become, at least from an athletic profile standpoint, going into this year. Too many question marks for me on both of those offense, especially when Oregon's strength is their front seven. Defensively, give me the under. Georgia, Oregon, under 54. Let's lock that in. Let's stroll up the coast to the northeast. Let's go to Boston, Massachusetts. This is just one of those lines that when you're scanning and you're looking and you're watching the lines start to move that you're like, is it really going to stay under double digits? Uh, And the spread did. Boston College hosting the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Greg Schiano and company back at it again. And then Phil Jerkovich and company back for the BC Eagles. A Flowers back for the BC Eagles, a great offensive line and an up-and-coming defense in the ACC. They're hosting Rutgers. And I thought this spread, blindly, would be 10, 11 points. This bad boy has been in single digits for quite some time. 
Now, again, as of Friday night, seven and a half BC favored over Rutgers. Rutgers is still trying to figure out who their starting quarterback's going to be. We talked about Boston College athletic attacking aggressive style defense. I think that's a bit of a nightmare scenario, especially when Rutgers' outlet last year, Pacheco, the running back who's had a great preseason um, uh, in the NFL, he's gone because he's in the NFL. So, uh, the security blanket, the outlet that Rutgers relied on in 2021 does not exist in 2022. Meanwhile, they're still trying to figure out their quarterback situation. So this is a Boston College win wrapped up before the game kicks off, at least in my opinion. So let's put these paper towel dollars on the Eagles laying the seven and a half points at home against what should be a very different Rutgers roster compared to, look, this BC team was good last year without Phil Jerkovic for most of the season. He's back. He's healthy. He's like a 25th-year senior for the Eagles. They're not going to win the ACC, but they're going to be darn good and hard to beat at home. Give me the Eagles. Lay those 7.5 points. So three paper towel money bets already in the books. Quickly, if you're joining us late, let's recap. Utah minus 2.5, minus 2.5. Utah minus 2.5 at Florida. Oregon and Georgia take the under, under 54. Boston College lays 7.5 at home against Rutgers. So again, we're scanning these bets. We're looking at at the SI Sportsbook, and it's like, what, what is the one game that just keeps yelling at me, jumping off of the screen, the phone screen, the computer screen, the tablet, whatever. The game that keeps jumping off the screen and grabbing me in this week one excitement. This is this is the one where it's like, I probably shouldn't be doing this, but let's do it anyway, right? You know, we're humans. We have those urges. UNC at App State. North Carolina at Appalachian State. Now, on the surface, perceptionally, you're like, what? North Carolina, Power 5 program in the same state. They're going to go there and beat them up. Not the case. App State, a very, very good program. Uh, as winning a group of five program, really, as there is uh, over the last 10, 15 years or so. And we are 15 years removed, by the way, from that App State upset of Michigan in the big house. That blocked kick. Uh, just a phenomenal visual memory for us. A core memory for us football fans, yeah, you want to feel old? 15 years ago, that went down. But this is different. App State is incredibly respected, no longer an FCS program. They are one of the better group of five schools in the country, known for offense and quarterback play. They've got a returning starter in Chase Bryce, the former Clemson Tiger, and Duke starting quarterback, North Carolina. Big overhaul on that roster. Sam Howell and company departed. Now it is Drake Mays. A team, another in-state quarterback and superstar who looked pretty good week one against FAMU. But if you follow the headlines, FAMU was limited at best coming into that matchup. Uh, about 20 players were unavailable for that game. And that Carolina defense under Gene Chizik didn't look the best despite that fact. Gave up a ton of passing yards. So again, App State known for doing that on that side of the ball. Carolina has already shown us this fall not the best pass defense in these United States. So this game is one that you should stay away from, right? The matchup doesn't feel great. It's close. Power five, group of five. It's on the road for North Carolina. And this spread has been minimal all week long. Vegas is telling us this is a pick em. This is a game where you're like, hey, who do you like better? Because we're giving App State a point and a half just because they're the home team at this point. So that is the spread. One and a half points favoring 
the Mountaineers of Appalachian State. Shout out to Armani Edwards, one of the most electrifying quarterbacks I ever saw in person, uh, former App State great, who maybe will be at the game. We'll see. So how do you go about this? Carolina is getting a point and a half with the better collection of talent, with the better collection of resources and coaches and conference and all this stuff. They're getting a point and a half, and they've played a game already. So again, if we're talking about talking ourselves into it, we're done. Let's take UNC plus 1.5 over Appalachian State, although nobody should be surprised if App State, rocking the colors I'm rocking right now, holds off Carolina at the rock as they call their home stadium so four bets in the books for the fifth again that game just grasps me so i'm staying on that carolina app state deal 56 and a half is the over under we hammered the under for georgia oregon fellas ladies everyone listening we're not going to stay on that under front and we're not always going to root against points on this state of recruiting podcast Let's hit the over, 56 and a half. This could be a 45 to 41 kind of game. Why not? It is not December in Boone, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen. It is early September. The weather will be fine. Two experienced uh, teams at the receiver level, two quarterbacks with plenty of talent and two offenses that can go. And one defense has already shown us they're not it. Let's go with the over, over 56 and a half to wrap up week one's Five paper towel money bets. I'm out of breath. I'm out of energy. I need to recharge because it's Friday night. I need to get to Saturday morning so we can watch a full Saturday slate. I'll have three TVs and a tablet, by the way, so we can watch a full Saturday slate of college football. Isn't it nice to say that sentence out loud? Absolutely is. Thanks for watching, listening, and or reading, I guess, ladies and gentlemen. I'm John Garcia, Jr., and this was The State of Recruiting. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. 
Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com 